the Goldilocks Principle. In the story, Goldilocks wandered deep into the forest, came upon a small cottage, went inside, ate the food, sat in the chairs, and slept in the beds that were there. So despite the non-addressed ill themes of trespassing and stealing, the children's fairy tale successfully holds an enormously important theme in healthy operation in the world, which is agency. Agency is just a fancy word for having preference and choice. It means that the experience of life is not one size fits all, and that it's important to have options that fit diverse needs in any and really every situation. Goldilocks tries the bear's three bowls of porridge. One is too hot, one is too cold, and one is just right. She tries the bear's three chairs. One is too big, one is too small, and one is just right. She tries the bear's three beds. One is too hard, one is too soft, and one is just right. The positive message, again, aside from the terrible byproduct messages about taking what's not what's not yours and going where you're not invited, um, I think is about the notion that different people can have different preferences. What someone else likes may not be the right fit for you and vice versa. We can all have different preferences, different perspectives, different sets of needs, but still all exist in the same space or in the same community or in the same world. And in the science of healing, a similar case can be made. A certain situation or stimulation may be very soothing to one person, but extremely triggering to another person, and flatly neutral even to someone else. The situation, the exercise, the practice, the interpersonal dynamic does not have inherent goodness, does not have inherent goodness, badness even, or a set value. There is no inherent set value. The Goldilocks principle says that each person's experience of something is different, and therefore it's okay to experiment with different tools. Not only is it okay, but actually it's necessary to explore and experiment with those different tools, to observe and to feel what's helpful to your unique person, and also to feel and know what's unhelpful for you given your unique life experiences, the unique history that your body has lived through and endured. There are certain yoga shapes and breathing practices that can be soothing and calming to a tender nervous system that's activated into self-protection. There are certain psychotherapeutic techniques that can be soothing and regulating. There are Western medicines that can have a quote, normal, end quote, mood function. There are physical therapy exercises and techniques that can reduce pain and increase strength. All of these things can be true. The polyvagal theory and other divisions of applied neuroscience offer lots of data to suggest that breathing and moving in certain ways can soothe calm and bring someone to a felt experience of safety. These things can be true and they're excellent starting points. Excellent starting points. Sometimes it's helpful to have a starting point so that you don't feel so out there in space, like enormously helpful, life-changingly helpful to have a starting point for exploration. 
It's like um, landing in a foreign territory that you're unfamiliar with and someone handing you a map. But the Goldilocks principle highlights the idea that you don't have to follow someone else's route using this map metaphor. You don't have to follow someone else's route if that's not the right path for you. To return to those yoga, physical therapy, psychotherapy, medical and neuroscience-based tools and techniques, just because there's evidence to support that diaphragmatic breathing, for example, can reduce an overwhelming stress response doesn't mean that's the absolute tool for you. It might be, but it also might not be. Perhaps there's something in your unique history that makes that tool actually triggering for you and increases your nervous system's response. Therefore, that would not be the right tool for you, even if there was scientific data to support that it can be helpful in a time of nervous system overwhelm. The Goldilocks principle makes space for your experience of something, anything that might actually be different. And different is okay. It is totally, totally okay. Your needs get to be as unique and as special as your unique and special and beautiful story of struggle and resilience. But the only way to know what's right for you is to feel it, to have an embodied felt sense of it. Your body and your nervous system both know exactly what safe enough feels like for you. They do, they know it. Even if you might try to tap into that embodied felt sense and that knowing doesn't seem to come doesn't actually mean that your body doesn't know what it needs. It might just mean that the knowing and the feeling parts of yourself need some assistance in communicating with each other, some gentle assistance. And that is where focusing and somatics come in. They're the two best tools that I have found for helping the knowing and the feeling parts interact with each other and they're both dependent upon the Goldilocks principle. So the Goldilocks principle has two implications here. Both focusing and somatics are only successful when using the, the just right amount of interaction, not too much and not too little. And the other implication is that focusing and somatics both result, both result in knowing what's just right. They're both form and content, but more on that later. For our purposes right now, I'd like to concentrate on the, the first implication, the, the just right amount of interaction. All the modern neuroscience demonstrates that when your nervous system is overwhelmed, your awareness is shut off. And when your awareness is shut off, you're no longer able to feel the feelings that you're having in a particular situation or experience. If the only way to know what's right for you is to feel it, then going whole hog won't actually get you there. To put it in Goldilocks terms, when, some, when something is too much, it's not able to hold your feeling discerning awareness. The flip side is true too, but in a slightly different way. So neuroscience has um, known for a long time that novelty gets your nervous system's attention. Since it's designed to keep you safe, your nervous system definitely, definitely notices everything in your environment that is dangerous. But it also notices 
anything in your environment that's simply different, right? Because when something happens in your environment, including your relational environment that's unexpected or new, your nervous system directs awareness there because it doesn't know yet if what's happening is benign or if it's dangerous. But it does know that it needs to pay attention in order to find out. So here's the thing about that. When something happens in your environment that's not different enough, it won't actually get your attention. Your attention is what brings awareness. And awareness is what brings the knowing of your feeling about what's just right for you. Because feeling is a biological process that's happening within your body in every single moment. The only difference between the perception of feeling and not feeling is whether you have awareness of it. So essentially, we can sort of put all of that together and say that novelty, the experience of newness, is what brings knowing of what's just right for you. However, the novelty has to be interesting enough to get your attention, but not too overstimulating that your attention disconnects as a protective mechanism. And that is the delicate dance of healing. Being able to increase awareness of feeling without increasing it too much. Because only then, in that safe enough range of feeling with awareness, can there be a safe enough interaction with the feeling in order to know more about it, hear its messages, learn its enormous wisdom, and welcome it into your ever-expanding experience of your whole wonderful self. The guided meditation for this week will embody developing a clearer sense of what just right feels like for your unique body and your nervous system. Check it out.